I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. was Jennifer Lopez on the steps of the United States Capitol on Inauguration Day singing that uh, time-honored classic, America the Beautiful. Uh, It was beautiful, uh, as it has been sung in so many different uh, inaugural moments. Uh, But the words, the melody, they still ring true. Uh, And I find that conclusion more important than ever, that prayerful plea, God shed his grace on thee. More poignant, more powerful, and I believe more important than ever before. Because America is a nation in need of grace. Uh, The people of this country need to receive it. We need to show it. And we definitely need to share it with one another. A friend reminded me not too long ago that uh, that grace actually has many different meanings. Uh, We often think of grace as having elegance and poise, courtesy, civility. Uh, And this kind of grace actually has very little to do with wealth or prominence or some sort of elite education. And you know what? I've I've seen... uh, Uh, elegance in many different ways. I've seen elegance in the noble way that a teacher bends down to help a struggling student or how a middle-aged child cares for an aging parent. I've watched poise in the restraint of those who, in the heat of an argument, give grace through a soft reply. I've observed courtesy extended by brilliant women and men who listen so intently that they elevate the talker or the teacher even when they already know what will be said. So this type of grace is is difficult to see or sense with the the rage of angry voices, physical, verbal assaults, or the kind of contempt that crushes our communities and actually, I believe, grieves the soul of the nation. Lacking grace, we've seen an increase in actions, openly hostile and deceptively subtle, those audaciously brazen enough to violate sacred spaces, whether in our Capitol buildings, our houses of worship, our homes, or our digital screens. Uh, They're not exhibiting any kind of grace. So grace creates space, I believe, for healing and for unity. And that kind of grace won't come easy. Uh, It is one one day, one interaction, one moment at a time. Now, Joe Biden pushing executive orders, that's, uh, that's not grace and unity. Neither is Sean Hannity calling the president's first week in office an abject failure. Uh, Neither of those allow for grace. Shouting matches on cable news, road rage on our freeways, or the incessant mocking or demonizing of those we disagree with does not demonstrate or create space for the grace that can actually heal. Uh, We do need grace. Uh, I keep going back uh, to the early days of the pandemic, uh, and really every day since, uh, Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall Uh, has reminded the citizens of the city that maintaining social distance from each other demands that we show an increase of social grace to each other. Think about that. Uh, Part of what 
we must transcend in our in our politics or our personal relationships and our communities is the kind of grace that allows us to see beyond the insignificant. Our citizens spend far too much time hyperventilating about really very trivial matters in the end. Uh, I love this. Judith Martin, uh, she's better known by her pen name, Miss Manners. She spent her career writing about etiquette, etiquette manners, and uh, social grace, of course. Uh, but she once wrote, allowing an unimportant mistake to pass without comment is a wonderful social grace. Uh, Miss Manners then very humorously cautioned, children who have the habit of constantly correcting should be stopped before they grow up to drive spouses and everyone else crazy by interrupting stories to say, no, dear, it was Tuesday, not Wednesday. Well, I, I believe patriot dreams, the kind of dreams that see beyond the years, begin by seeing beyond the insignificant and instead seeing deeply with an eye of grace. New York Times colonist David Brooks uh, is uh, no stranger to the state of Utah. He gave an address down at BYU back in 2020 uh, with some really important insight, I think, for what we're talking about today in terms of grace. He said, we've entered an age of bad generalization. We don't see each other well. We don't see the heart and soul of each person, only a bunch of bad labels. To me, this is the core problem, he said, that our democratic character is faced with. Many of society's great problems flow from people not feeling seen and known. And then he concluded saying, blacks feeling that they that their daily experience is not understood by whites, rural people not feeling seen by coastal elites, depressed young people not feeling understood by anyone, people across the political divide getting angry with one another and feeling incomprehension, employees feeling invisible at work, husbands or wives living in broken marriages, realizing that the person who should know them best actually has no clue. And then this is one of my favorite uh, lines from our friend David Brooks. We all have to get a little better at seeing each other deeply and being deeply seen. And to me, that is the beginning of grace. You know, individually, we're we're all a little broken. There are no pe- perfect people on this planet, to be sure. Uh, we all have need of a little redemp- redemption from our mistakes and our offenses. So, Imperfect people, imperfect employees, bosses, spouses, and friends need grace uh, that I believe is both human and divine. Uh, As a nation, we're also imperfect and broken. Restoring and strengthening the soul of America requires every citizen and all institutions of government to find grace and then step forward. Uh, If you haven't listened to the inspiring words from Amanda Gorman's inaugural poem, I encourage you to go take a look at that. Uh, It's filled with grace uh, that a nation, uh, as a nation, isn't broken. uh, We're just unfinished. And we have to get to those things that we often talk about uh, from Abraham Lincoln, that we make sure we keep those bonds connected, that we are friends, not enemies. Uh, I think all of that is so critical and so vital for us. The last thing I want to get to today is that we need this grace period. You know, a grace period is given without penalty. That's why it's called a grace period, whether it's a, a payment or a debt that you need to, uh, to repay. A grace period goes a long way. And I think America needs a grace period, a chance to exhale just a little bit, to recognize that as a nation, uh, we are not irredeemable. 
uh, but we should each take advantage of the grace period that we get each and every day. We can step back a little bit and we can focus on making our imperfect union a little more perfect and a little less divided. The Space for Grace will allow us to hear the mystic chords of memory, repair our faults, and strengthen our bonds of affection. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Time for a little American grace. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. And as you go out into the world today, as always, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.